Red Channel Condition with Michael. Wow, I'm an internet boomer. Jonathan. Abortion Cops is filled before a live studio audience. And Peter. Well, Earth is over, and uh, that's it, folks. And welcome, listeners, to the season finale of Red Channel Condition. Guys, congratulations. We did it. We got through a full season of content, us talking to each other as friends through COVID. We made something. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. What do you think? How do you feel? 25 fucking episodes, man. Like, we really, we did a thing. We committed to doing it, and we saw it through you know, for 25 weeks straight. You know, big times. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of surprised. We've been talking about doing this for how many years? Like the first time we talked about it was maybe what six years ago. <laughs> like, ha- hasn't it been like at yeah, least no, right? or longer? Yeah, or longer. Right, because uh, you you guys were back in the uh, old apartment then. Wow, if it's wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Holy shit! But what? But think of it. There's there's we've gone from from that from doing nothing. To, to doing 25 episodes this season, and now there are literally dozens of people around the world who listen to us every week. That's got to make you feel something. It does. Uh, maybe one day we'll have more listeners than episodes, and that would be amazing. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, might, that may result in that chicken sandwich. I'm just going to keep drilling on that chicken sandwich. Yeah. I need it. We, we're slowly but steadily getting closer to the momentum of purchasing that chicken sandwich. So I'm proud of us. I, I think we're, we're, all, we're almost at maybe three or four sesame seeds on that bun. <laughs> but one day, one day oh. we'll have that entire bun. Living dangerously. <laughs> uh, good thing they don't charge for like barbecue sauce. Wow. <laughs> you know, um, today they did. What? No. I was charged. I was charged for barbecue sauce. Get the fuck out of here! By who? I, what is that? What? What so-called business did the this? Uh, the the McDonald's here on on Eighty Sixth Street? Oh mm. my god! Like I I was like what? Was, no, the extra ridiculous. sauces though. I can't. We're, we're we're really out here charging for sauce. You said extra <laughs> sauces. So wait, did they give you one for free? Yes, that that is true. It, but oh, you know, okay. well, like, so you're greedy. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, like. <laughs> Ten piece in one sauce bucket. That's a little yeah, rough. Come you, on, you can't do that. With, you can't with do one that. sauce bucket. No, that's that's inhuman. Yeah, <laughs> you know what that was? That's basically the first step to fascism, and and probably <laughs> what a lot of the Holocaust survivors were feeling at the time. Jesus. Three minute intermission. It was it was the nugget sauce and not the gas. Thirteen minute intermission. right well we're still in that dark fun mood from last week guys uh it was i i thought it was a a really fun show but we were we were chat we were toppling some 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 dangerous topics but i think we did it with grace and humor keeping in the spirit of that let's let's try to have a little fun this show it's our last show so so yeah let's uh let's have a little fun i think i think it's time to play Wow, no, that's right. We've got a few topics that we've been saving up for, for wow, no, that's right, guys. Um, what, what do you want to start with? The trailer for, or really the announcement for a Wolverine game, and along with it, Spider-Man 2, also on the PS5. 
I think it's the first big name uh, Wolverine game on like a next generation console, uh, like PS4, PS5. So, are you guys excited? Is it a wow? Is it a no? Or is it that's right? I'm gonna go wow on this. You know, I I, I want to say that it's a that's right, but the only thing is that I'm skeptical that you know Wolverine game could be good, right? Because it just I keep getting taken back to like the old days of like the NES or like the SNES or you know the Game Boy or some shit like that, and then like you know something that was just strictly Wolverine like just gives me bad memories of like LJN or like shitty game companies or whatever, just you know putting out Drek. You know, Wolf- wow, you didn't love that NES Wolverine oh game? God. Get the fuck out of here! Where, where you, Get the fuck out where of you here. hit select and Wolverine just dies because like he can't have pause for more than five seconds. Imagine designing. <laughs> A game around the character, like the feature that makes the character good, and then you're like, nope, you can't fucking use it. Like, what the fuck even was that? Like, that, that's that's heroes of game design, right? You know. So yeah, like I'm I am cautiously optimistic for a modern era Wolverine game. You know, and also like while we're on the subject, shout out to the Wolverine game that came out on like the 360 and the PS3. I think like. It was kind of like low budget, but it was like a fun, like you know, poverty devil may cry, like you just slice or, or Arkham Asylum, like you slice people up, and like it was stupid and fun. Um, but yeah, like this is a wow. I hope it's good. You know, I'm I'm interested in what they're gonna do with it. Interesting that you mentioned Arkham Asylum because this leads me to my question about the game. Because if uh, refresh my memory and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um... The Spider-Man game that came out not too long ago that, that you know, was good. I have no doubt it was good, and I have no doubt it was fun. A lot of people played it, said they liked it. But uh, was this not basically a, like an Arkham Asylum clone with Spider-Man skin? Like, I wouldn't say clone, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty similar. But you know, the, the fight mechanics that was originated in by Batman Arkham Asylum really works with Spider-Man better just because of their power sets, right? But yeah, they're pretty similar. Is, is do you think the Wolverine game is going to be kind of like that? I think they're made by the same company. The only difference is maybe you might get a, a more mature tone from the Wolverine because you know he's not your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know he's the guy that's what the best at what he does, and what he does is not very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to go no on this. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go no. I mean, I don't know. I've never really been a huge Wolverine fan, and you know, kind of just him tearing things to shred and being like like a whiny baby about Jean Grey is just—it's not on my list of things. Jean, <laughs> it's not—it's it's just not on my list of things to do. So I'm—I'm I'm gonna vote no. Oh, I'm gonna—I'm gonna go. That's right. You know, it's been a long—it's been a long time coming. I've been waiting for a good Wolverine game. Uh, like John said, the history's been rather spotty. Yeah, we'll go. That's right. Looking forward to this one. Staying on, staying on games. Uh, it looks like there was a leak uh, at Nvidia relating to some some upcoming SquareSoft titles. It looks like, including Kingdom Hearts Four, a Chrono Cross remaster, a potential FF Nine remake, um, among uh, other titles that are already uh, known and established, like the upcoming Part Two of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Guys, what do you what do you think about some of these titles that were listed here? Is is, is this wow, no, or that's right? Uh I'm gonna go with um, size seventy two bold no. Um, I don't care about Kingdom Hearts or Chrono Cross remasters or remakes. 
Enix and Square, they know exactly what we want, and they just won't give it give us Chrono Trigger, and they won't give us Xeno Gears, and they're just try like remaking Final Fantasy one, two, three, four, like however what you want to count is just. I don't. I don't care about any of that. Give me Chrono Trigger. If you have anyone else employed at that company, they should be making Final Fantasy VII the remake, so it doesn't come out in thirty-five years. <laughs> Pull Steve from janitorial duties and make him start programming. Like everyone should be working towards that. Like the fact that they're bringing back Chrono Cross, knowing we want Chrono Trigger, mm, that just that just makes me hate them. No. No, no fucking no. <laughs> wow. Okay. John, John, how do you feel about this? Michael, that is just, you You have threatened my freedom and flown a plane directly into my heart. I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe that you've done that. Like, Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross alone, if this is a real uh, thing that's coming out, like, I'm fucking, like, this is, like, ultimate wow, new, ultimate that's fucking right. Like, are you, are you out of your mind? You... Anything called Chrono should be all hands on deck. I don't care how it happens. Like, if it was just like a, a fucking pack of trading cards with Chrono characters in them, you should be in, you should be in support of it. We haven't seen this this IP in in twenty one years, so I don't need it. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I want sorry, dude, one thing: Chrono Chrono Trigger. Like Chrono Cross came out when we should have gotten tr- Chrono Trigger too, and this is just a rehash of all of it. It's like, wow, what? I don't nah, need this. In my nah, life. nah. I, I am, you know, I'm here for for Chrono Cross uh, remaster. I'm here for you know FF nine and all of those getting uh, redone. I mean, Kingdom Hearts four. You know, I can take or leave because Kingdom Hearts three was just like, why? Why did we do this? You know, you did you create you ran this IP without half of it, right? You know, it's original uh, Deviant Art Square characters, or but like no no Disney people. Um. So, like, what the fuck was that? Also, like, I'm low-key excited about some of the other things that were referenced in there. Like, randomly, you know, uh, possible Act Razor, you know, which is, like, a blast from the SNES pass. So, yeah, I'm, you know, ultimate that's fucking right for this uh, leak. I'm going to I'm gonna have to agree with, with John here. Um, and and not 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 really for the for the I guess the big big titles like Kingdom Hearts because I I agree like uh, three was a total disaster and they just it's basically a Disney commercial at this point so I don't know we'll see what they do I could take it or leave it but um I, I'm honestly kind of excited for if they actually were to remake FF nine and I'll I'll tell you why um it it's one of those games I think that came out at the very end of the PS one um. Uh, tenure or whatever and it was it was quickly foreshadowed by the uh the announcement of ff10 on the ps2 so it's it's a game that i admit i glossed over and i had never really taken the time or the care to ever really give it a fair chance and if they're gonna if they're gonna dress it up in in hooker makeup like i i think i might i, I think i might give it a dance you know um so yeah I, i'm excited that that these ips are are, are getting some attention and and some and you know getting redone or redressed or however you want to put it um i'm excited that that's fucking right i'm i'm going to have to come clean when you gave that link to that article i uh, i saw the thumbnail and they were like leading with chrono cross and i didn't even click it 
I was like, I'm uh, no, I don't even want to read about an article that has Chrono Cross in it. You know, it's funny that that, that game. It's interesting because like Chrono Trigger is a fantastic game. It's wonderful. It's it's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. But it was one of like those. It's almost symbolic in a way. It's one of like the last like innocent RPGs in the way that we played them as kids. And when by the time Chrono Cross had come out, it, we were a little bit more grown up. This and the story, the themes of Chrono Cross are, are are very different. But you know, even even what they ended up doing to to Magus and and kind of giving him, I guess that altered ending in the re-release of Chrono Trigger. You know, when I really think about it, you know, not that I, not that I love seeing Magus go through that, but um, I can't really picture any other way his story ends, other than other than him just dying in some quest for vengeance. You know, I almost think that it's it's it is a good ending for that character to just have amnesia and forget that his horrible past like ever fucking happened to him. And I, when I think about it in a real way, I I don't see any any other natural way that the that that could have. I don't know. It just seems it's like it grew up a little, and I don't know. I think that's that's an interesting story to tell. So we got we got a we got a we got a no and two. That's right on 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 that. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Uh, you know, so over the week, the Matrix Four, Matrix Resurrections trailer dropped. You know, so finally, you know, we're going back into you know the Matrix universe. Uh, you know, what do you think about the trailer and what you know about the movie? Is it a wow, a no, or that's right? You know, what do you think, Peter? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I did see the trailer. And it's interesting, even though it looked like it almost had a kind of Michael Bay feel to it with all the explosions and actions. But, um, you know, it's The Matrix. And I loved I loved the first two movies. Wasn't so keen on the last one. Um, what the trailer really, really made me feel like I, it looks like they're there's a different Morpheus or someone like him or something like that. Also, like we're back in we're back in the Matrix world, but Neo seems to be aware that he that he has his powers. So what it really felt to me was like, like new game plus matrix or something like that, which, you know what? Um, um, I I will go see it. So I'm going to give it a wow. How about you, Mike? I'm going to do, I'm going to give it a a big, a big, that's right. Um, completely sight and scene. I haven't, I haven't seen that whole trailer. Um, don't really need to, uh, like I'm just going to be one of those people that just buy this thing sight unseen looking forward to it you know uh like pete i like the first one the second one third one was kind of whatever and ever since then it's like what the hell happened afterwards you know like what happened with the robot and the human piece that was brokered and you know how are they going to i guess bring it all back but you know it's keanu reeves it's the matrix what is there not to be at least somewhat excited about so that's right yeah i'm gonna you know you know, I'm gonna go with that's right as well. You know, I'm about to dust off the trench coat. You know, <laughs> take it back to the year 2000. Um, I'm ready for bullet time. You know, shout out to my boy Max Payne. Um, wow. <laughs> honestly, I mean the the Wachowskis. You know, a lot has changed with them. You know, which is pretty cool. And you know, I'm interested to see how modern filmmaking and you know modern you know camera work and modern high resolution you stuff you changes the matrix as well right i'm i'm interested in seeing how 
you know, the story progressed, right? It's amazing that this universe, which was so, like, rich and detailed and had so many, like, spin-off things and extended universe things, like, just kind of, you know, dropped off the wayside, right? You know, it was like the, like, the Matrix was one of the biggest franchises of the early 2000s, and it just kind of, whoop, gone, right? So I'm very interested in it coming back and, you know, seeing, you know, what has happened over the last, you know, 10 to 15 years, right? I like the concept of it. You know, what if it is that new game plus, right? Like maybe there go, you go back into the matrix and things have, things are the same, but things are also different. And, you know, it's like, you know, what happened in it, right? You know, why is there a, a different Morpheus or a younger Morpheus? You know, does time pass in the matrix? You know, I, I got lots and lots of questions about what's going on in there. And I'm curious about, you know, the new people that have joined the cast and as well as the old ones that came back, right? Like, I think uh, Niobe and maybe Ghost from, like, those uh, Matrix side stories, like the Animatrix and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and the third movie, maybe they're back. I think they're back in this, right? So I want to see what became of them. I mean, you, those those are such great questions and thoughts. And I'm sitting here going, I wonder if they're still going to try and find payphones to jack out. <laughs> the the level of thinking is so much elevated on the other side of this conversation. I'm disappointed that Hugo Weaving is not a part of this. Yeah, right. Like confirmed. Yeah, apparently he was uh, he was filming something. Or there was something where he was filming something else, and they were like, "Fuck it, we're not, we don't need you." Damn. I mean, he. I guess the eight the Smith virus should be gone, but it is sad not to see him. Come on, it's fucking Agent Smith. Damn, I'm 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 a little disappointed that there's no uh, Hugo Weaving. That sucks because like Agent Smith. Ruled. Yeah, Agent Smith did rule. Uh, but you know, hopefully it'll still be a fun movie. I, like I said, I'm 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 excited to see it. I'm not like dying to see it, but I'll I'm, I'll go check that out. Well, I guess moving on from well from movie to TV show, we have the Hawkeye series, which is the next series after Loki, uh, premiering set to premiere on uh, Disney Plus. Wow, no, or that's right. Well, I guess I guess for me, for me, and this is no like slight on like Marvel or any of the stuff they do. It's just I'm so oversaturated. I just don't care. And I don't watch Loki and I don't really care about the Avengers movies and I just don't care anymore. <laughs> so, I'm out. <laughs> I don't I just don't care. No. <laughs> um I mean I'm I'm going wow, you know, for similar reasons, right? So I am, you know, kind of, you know, man, there's this mad Marvel content. Um, and you were kind of drinking from the fire hose at this point. Um, I will, I'm admittedly interested in this being some sort of like weird Christmas show, right? So like all the imagery and I guess like the stuff in the trailer or whatever was like very Christmassy, very holiday-y. So like... You know, all of the Marvel shows so far have had like you know just these unique uh, frameworks in which they they showed right like uh, WandaVision was like this like weird sitcom parody thing that also featured you know whatever crazy Marvel shit and so on and so forth. Um, so it's I'm I'm curious about you know how they're gonna do uh, Hawkeye as you know some sort of weird you know Christmassy thing. Um, also, if they do it based, if they do it kind of the way that the comics, you know, the solo Hawkeye comic that came out, I want to say like, like 2011, 2012 ish or whatever. 
if they do it like that, like, it will actually be pretty good because the comic ruled. The character Hawkeye under normal circumstance actually kind of sucks, right? Like, he's like a shitty version of Green Arrow, right? Green Arrow is an infinitely more interesting character. Even Hawkeye is like the, the other guy that shoots arrows, right? <laughs> so, but the comic was pretty cool. So, you know, I'm hoping that it's kind of like the comic. So, wow. Yeah, no, normally I would go, that's right, because it's a Marvel thing. And, you know, uh, drinking from a fire hose, is, like, I need a bigger fire hose. But the fact that it's a Hawkeye, I'm kind of like, wow. Uh, you know, just like he's not exactly the... He's not exactly the Avenger that I would have on speed dial. So I'm not going to put it on WoW, but all of the other MCU series, probably by the end of it, I might go that is right. So I'm leaving room to change. But for now, def yeah, WoW. Like, it exists. From TV to gadgets, um, we're seeing the release of really the first real competitive uh, smartwatch for, for Android uh, with the Galaxy with the Galaxy Watch this cycle. And also, it seems like Samsung's flip phones are reaching maturity, or at least some kind of uh, maybe adolescence. Um, any any excitement for these gadgets? Eh, so, I, I mean, like, I don't... Is, if, on this, I, I'm going to just say a, a no. Like, I don't give a fuck about... Uh... I mean, the whole smartwatch things, I feel like it took too long to get to, you know, the place where it's mature enough where I'd be interested in having one, right? Like, you know, I've, at least, like, I guess, like, iDevices have, like, the Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch actually has some utility or whatever, especially if you're in that ecosystem. But this is the same sort of thing where I spent so much time waiting for, you know, iPhone to release on Verizon that I joined, you know, I picked up uh, Android and Android has been great. So I'm never leaving. Right. I've waited so long to get into the whole wearable thing that, you know, I've lost interest in wearables. I'm just going to wear my regular ass calculator watch or my regular ass, uh, I guess, <laughs> diver watch as some fucking new, like, male jewelry and just, you know, live my life. Like, I just don't give a fuck. Like I don't. As far as the flip, as far as the Galaxy Flip Phone series, though, like I, I guess you're referring to like the Z Flip and the Z Fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, the Z Fold is basically the greatest cell phone ever made, and I want that so badly, and I'm gonna end up spending far more than I've ever spent on any device because usually I buy phones like used, and I buy them out of contract. You and I buy like basically last uh, last year's flagship or whatever because you can get them for great uh, great deals. I'm probably going to go raw dog and just buy you know, uh, Galaxy Z Fold. Like it's just Jesus. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. That's like a laptop. Like that. I mean, hey, like the phone <laughs> is actually functionally like a laptop. It's that use. It has that much utility. It's the screen is that great. The device is that useful. The largest of the unfolded screen is that good. I mean, and it can plug into your computer and use the Dex mode, so it really is kind of like a laptop. It's it's pretty solid. You know, so yeah, you know, the Z Fold is a that's fucking right. I don't know. I I I don't really give that much of a shit about having like the newest phone or like a, a watch that can rub my balls. So I don't know. I don't really give a shit about any of this stuff. I, 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 
I guess maybe one day. What what was that thing from from Earth Final Conflict, Mike? The the global oh. the folding screen. Yeah, that's all I ever really want. So <laughs> I mean, we're that's more like the Samsung Flip, I guess. If you know, okay. in a few more years, like ten. Okay. Maybe. All right, call maybe. me when that comes out, but I don't give a shit until then, so no. <laughs> you know, what I really want is a Skrill. Wow, that's right, though. <laughs> I'm kind of, I guess, wow on both, right? I've been waiting for a wearable for a really long time, and it kind of sucks not having any options on the Android platform because um, the Apple Watch is just so much better than anything on the Android side. So now that we actually might have an option... I'm kind of excited, but at the same time, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, um, John, about just waiting too long and being over it. I'm excited about the the flip, but I don't like Samsung like software, and being locked into that is kind of kind of sucks because I'm from a Pixel. That's kind of a bummer, and also I, I don't know if they do it now, but you used to still get commercials and advertisements and software that you can't uninstall on uh, on Samsung phones which would bother me to no end. So because of that I'm just kind of stuck in this situation where well I would like to I don't know if I will. That concludes this week's edition of Wow No That's Right. Moving on to to matters of of global importance and nothing could be of 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 higher importance than I I guess right now the environment with everything that's going on. Um there was a story in the news that uh, I linked an article to you guys about, about a record number of environmental activists um, were murdered this year, or I should say last year, according to a report by a campaign group. 227 people were killed around the world in 2020, the highest number recorded for a second consecutive year, the report from Global Witness said. Um, Jesus. This is kind of troubling, right? Yeah. Activism is is dangerous, right? You're you're always going up against someone bigger and or some entity, quote unquote, stronger. So wow, where's this happening from? So what's interesting to me is it is it notes that with the, the, I guess the majority of cases, most murders uh, were attacks in Brazil, Nicaragua, Peru, and the Philippines. So that's fascinating to me because that sounds like a good amount of South America involved, which is where the rainforest is. So I don't know if you wanted to to nip environmentalism in the butt, that would be a good place to do it. It's interesting to me because what I don't know is is because the, the article itself is 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 kind of vague, I guess, at the the forces at play and and exactly who was doing what and how they were killed, but um. I don't know. I have to beg the question: Do do other do do other bigger governments or companies have a vested interest in in activities like this? Like, what what do you guys think? Um. So, I mean, yes, you know, definitely. You 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 figure that there are other entities that have to do with things like this, right? So, just reading you know, reading about the article, you know, reading the article, I went and checked on the source of the report, and the source of the report was this. Uh, called Global Witness and like Global Witness is a is an NGO right that's a, a non-governmental organization you know non-profit organization and they basically you know, are like watchdogs for like you know corruption and human rights abuses and stuff like that and their their specific niche is you know like natural resource exploitation like mining operations you know land grabs like 
you know, people cutting down trees, you know, fucking around in like, you know, you know, with like the cocoa trade or like coffee trade, shit like that, right? You know, usually like when they're reporting about these things, they're talking about shit that like banks are doing, right? You know, big mining companies or like big like oil and gas companies like, you know, I guess Exxon used to be or, you know, was that Chevron or whatever? Like shit like that, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, and there are, you know, governments that, you know, deal in these industries, right? Like Sudan, you know, is a, is a big oil company, a big oil country, right? You know, Zimbabwe, you know, deals with diamonds, right? So like Global Witness did reports on blood diamonds, right? So that's a that's a a country who has a vested it, and whose government has a vested interest in you know knocking off environmentalists, right? People who are trying who are exposing that corruption, you know, people who are trying to stop that shit from happening, right? So you know, that's I definitely think that there are you know, entities that are complicit in you know the things that are getting these environmentalists killed. Like for sure. Sounds like real life Shinra to me. Yeah, where there's money to be made, right? Like you, wherever wherever there's money to be made, there's gonna be somebody out there trying to you know, get their cut. And if they're not getting their cut, you you might catch some bullets in your head. Do you think that this is the kind of thing that would deter future activists or or embolden them even more? I'm going to imagine it will only embolden them even more, you know, because, you know, the act, you know, activism, right? So these things are necessary, right? Like, you've, like, there's always, you know, people agitating for change within the system, right? There's always, you know, people trying to, you know, uh, work within the, you know, socioeconomic and political systems that exist, you know, people trying to run for, you know, government things or work at a bank or whatever to change its policies or you know, vote for people or whatever, but you always have people agitating for change outside of these systems, right? People, you know, marching for black lives that, you know, black lives mattering, people marching for Asian lives mattering, people, you know, chaining themselves to trees and stuff like that to stop loggers from cutting them down, right? Like, you know, there's always going to be people that fight the good fight to change shit, to pressure people doing bad shit always and it's only going to make them do more when they see people getting clapped and then it's like oh you really think that you're going to stop the train oh no 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 you know, there are still good people fighting that good fight you know good I, I hope you're right I, I sincerely hope you're right nothing I'm more sure of than it's going to continue yes but a, a very very kind of sobering story and kind of just kind of sad to think about you know I don't know it's uh that's pretty that's it's just pretty shocking to me i i didn't realize that it was it was kind of this crazy i've i've heard um villages being decimated by illegal logging but yeah this is like really the first time i'm hearing about like specific individuals being targeted which just seems a little i guess more personal yeah for sure what the the questions that i was wondering is you know, like so this this article is like this is like the biggest year you know the worst year on record right like you know, the mo the highest amount of people you know getting you know killed right you know, uh, environmental activists getting killed right defending the environment I'm very curious you know how these killings happened right you know is it you know, you know 
somebody you know again like there's that stereotypical you know i changed myself to a tree and like the the logging machine came and just like killed them or something like that right is it like some sort of company that sent you people to you you shoot those guys in their sleep like you yeah that's what i want to know right like this article for this article for example breaks it down by perpetrator type right so like 89 of the killings were hitmen right you know, 30 of the killings were done by militias or guerrillas, right? You know, there's like three of them that were private security guards. You know, wow. nine of them were paramilitary forces. 12 of them were cops, right? So, you know, in what's the context of these killings? That's, I want to know about that too. Like, it's, it's shocking, right, that headline. And it only makes me want to know more. And that's why I'm also confident that it's gonna you know it's gonna continue people are still going to defend you know they're going to you know stand up for the environment or stand up for whatever cause that they're fighting for because you know they're gonna be curious just like me and want to know more they're gonna read into it they're gonna find oh it was act you know it's security guards or it's corrupt cops you know just like blowing people away you're like hitmen you know sent by the government or something like that right right and you know, I I, I, I tend to tend to, to to I tend to think that you're right about this, you know, and you know, pardon the phrasing, but especially in the current climate where this is you know, this is a this is a very big issue and at the forefront of a lot of the discussions that we're having, a lot of the problems that we have to face and solve, you know, as a nation and as a world. And, you know, hearing news like this I think is really gonna piss people off. You know, at a time when they're already pissed off about this shit and something all like needs to be done yesterday about this shit. Like, yeah, I, I really sincerely hope you're right. And I, I think you are. You know, you, you hear about journalists being murdered. And I guess in a lot of ways, these activists bringing focus and attention to um, to a specific issue are kind of functioning what investigative journalists uh, should do as well. But yeah, that relationship uh, was kind of lost on me until you know until reading this article and seeing like they they are, they're actually targeted too, just as like just like that. You know, it's kind of weird. Like this is basically what would happen to actual planeteers. <laughs> and using that analogy, I guess it would be what it would be loot and plunder. He's probably the the most likely of the villains to be to be using this right because he's you know he's hiring cops and gorillas and hitmen to to do the dirty work yep. <laughs> with his like fucking zebra ascot <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's uh we we do need to combine our powers and, and form some kind of captain planet yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an activist captain planet that gets formed like i could i guarantee you you know, people aren't going to you know just take this sort of thing lying down and just, you know, well, you know, I guess, you know, we're just going to let the environment do what it does. You're going to see, you know, people get even more extreme in how they stand up for the environment, right? Hope, change, activism, (laughs) outrage. Yeah, I mean, the the type of people who go into this work, right, it's, they're probably not in it for money. There's, there's a mission at, at stake. Folks like that, no, true believers, yeah. Look out for people that, you know, certain that governments start calling eco-terrorists at some point, too. Right. As you get you know, certain you know, as as climate change changes things and or results in scarcity of you know, certain you know, 
I guess bioagents, right? You know, scarcity of certain you know things that people need, right? Like clean water, you know, arable land, right. stuff like that, right? You know, how how far are we from from avalanche, right? You know, since yeah, we're talking I'm about, about to say, like, like, yeah, dude, yeah, <laughs> like I I can't wait till that's a real thing, and you know, it's gonna be, yeah, it it will absolutely be a thing, and it's gonna be, you know, how are you gonna take it, right? Like one man's eco terrorist is another man's freedom fighter, right? For sure. Depends who wins. Mm-hmm. Wow. So does does that make FF7 the greatest game of all time just because it's actually how Earth turned out? I don't know how I feel about it. I already told I already told you it was the best game ever made. I already told you. Hey, I mean it really is, but You're talking about all these other role playing games, but you know, the GOAT is in fact Final Fantasy Seven. Even though FF eight is my favorite, FF seven is actually the greatest game ever made. <laughs> Well, I guess I guess moving along to something semi-related to uh, how humans are fucking with uh, the Earth and its surroundings and its creatures, um, Mike, you linked a topic that is very interesting to me uh, about uh, a firm raising fifteen million dollars to bring back the woolly mammoth from extinction. What the <laughs> fuck is this? This article seems like something from the early two thousands when cloning and all of this stuff was. In its infancy. Yeah, you know, and like all the things we could do and we could like bring back the dodo bird and the Tasmanian devil and all of that stuff. <laughs> and, and now, you know, with proper, you know, gene editing like two decades later, it might actually be possible. And we've heard about this. Um, well, we started like as kids, right? Uh, with Jurassic yeah, Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> like how we, we, we bring back the dinosaurs and, and whatnot. You know, and then we found out, unfortunately, DNA breaks down. It's impossible now. It's been too long. But, you know, the the woolly mammoth is right on the cusp of it. You know, we still, in theory, could do that. Uh, you know, we did it with sheep. But I beg the question, should we? You know, I'm I'm all for it. Y- you know me, right? Like, there's no should we. Like, if we can, we should. Like, I, I would love to see it brought back. I'd love to see all these other things brought back. But... I do question the ethics of bringing back the woolly mammoth in a time where everything is just getting hotter and hotter. That that just seems like a really like not a great thing to do for that specific woolly mammoth. <laughs> we brought you back to make you extinct again. <laughs> what do you what do you think, John? Uh I mean like I'm I'm fascinated with you, I guess just fucking with nature in general and honestly like we're probably going to have to do that to to get you to we're gonna have to engineer our way out Mm of uh the various you climate change and you like weird things that are coming up in the next couple of years anyway so like fuck it you bring back the woolly mammoth you know geoengineer you know some fucking chickens that are actually (laughs) like make make you know, make space rats. I, I don't give a fuck. Like, do it. Yeah. This doesn't seem cruel to you on any kind of level where we're bringing back things that were designed for a different era that are are most probably not going to thrive here. Human human existence is cruelty. Oh, okay. You know, so I I'm it's outside of my it's outside of my scope for me to care about that, right? Like it's the same it's the same argument for, you know, I guess like being a you know being against the empire, right? Like I'm, I'm an American. You know, I can call out shit that America does that's bad or whatever. You know, but I'm also helpless to stop the murder machine, right? You know, like they're gonna fire slap chop missiles, you know, at at countries that I am not even able to pronounce the name of, and you know, 
cap the capitalist blood god is going to continue. So all I can do is point it out from you know on my podcast, and you know, <laughs> we will hope for the best, right? You know, bringing back to woolly mammoth, you know, sure, you know, like it's probably you know not supposed to happen, but also like the woolly mammoth not being here may you know there's an argument that it wasn't supposed to happen either. So you know what? Fuck it. You know, we're opening Pandora's box. We're going to bring that creature back. So let's see what happens. I, you know, there's there's a good deal of of creatures on planet Earth that we 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 gave a very serious helping hand to their extinction, and I'm I don't think the woolly mammoth was one of them. We owe some other debts, I think. I mean, like we we owe a lot. That's that's like that's what I was saying. You, know, I I I can't stop City Hall. You know, if we we hope, you know what I'm saying like you know, we we've, we've already brought it back. You know, or we're gonna we're gonna try bringing it back. So you know, let's see what happens. What if we get like woolly? What if we get like mammoth COVID twenty or something like that? Like, you know, what if somebody fucks a mammoth or something like that, and then we have like some sort of new and interesting disease that turns you into a mammoth? Who knows? You know, there's all kinds of crazy shit that we can have. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I think Thank we just you. have the wrong priorities here. We haven't really figured out how to save what life is left on the planet, but we're going to bring back extinct species that are not adjusted to be here just for the sake of saying we could do it. I'm sure we'll learn something. Maybe it might be useful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we are we are in the full Jeff Goldblum part of the of the ride, right? You just because we could doesn't mean you know, that we should, but we're doing it. So this time without the oops. <laughs> <laughs> if it was dinosaurs, would you not love going to the Bronx Zoo and seeing a, a living T Rex? Here's here's how I would res here's how I would respect that technology. Since it's inherently cruel to begin with to bring these creatures back to life, the only acceptable way that I would want them brought back is a is exactly like a theme park, but a theme park where I get to like blow a dinosaur up with a missile launcher <laughs> just for the sake <laughs> just for the sake of saying that I could do that and just for the sake of humanity saying we could bring these but i don't want to entertain the idea that we're like somehow doing the earth or the dinosaurs or the mammoths a favor cuz we're not i mean i don't i don't think any anyone would be making that argument really yeah we're we're like super not doing anything a favor how much would the richest people in on this planet pay to hunt a t-rex and that <laughs> money would go and do amazing things like clone more t-rexes right can can you imagine what a T Rex a T Rex must taste like? <laughs> can you imagine? This is my Brontosaurus steak. Wow, the Brontosaurus steak from Flintstones it could be real. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my god, this is a terrible idea, guys. This is a really bad idea. It's so good. It wasn't even a good idea in the movie. <laughs> you hear huh? that? I think I hear something. What? I don't know. Michael, what is that? Jonathan, what? Peter, what? please report to sick bay. I repeat. Please report to sickbay. Damn it, John, I'm a podcast, not a doctor. So, uh, yeah, on this episode of Sickbay, um, I want to bring you some news about a partnership between the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the American Society of Nephrology. These two entities got together and they formed a company called Kidney X. And the whole goal of this was something called the Kidney Project, which tried to invent a artificial kidney. 
And this project just won $650,000 because it's now ready for preclinical evaluation. So it reached like the first phase. You know, it's like it's kind of amazing because this thing is really like the size of a cell phone and consists of two functional parts. The first one's called a hemofilter, which removes waste products and toxins from the blood. Um, and then the second piece is called a bioreactor. And that replicates all the other functions that the kidney does, like balance your electrolytes. And so if this thing actually works, it would be absolutely huge. And now we might not need transplants if this thing really, really wow. takes off. And, you know, it's one of those things where spare parts are very hard to find and not everyone is willing to to donate them there aren't really a lot of people who want ipads enough to give up kidneys in in great in large enough numbers <laughs> so you know and we and we as a society we go through kidneys all, pretty often so huge if this is i mean if this is a real thing and it works this is incredible yeah it, it's better than waiting for the motorcyclist <laughs> to fall off <laughs> I would, you know, this, you know, this would be a life-changing thing for lots of people. You know, I, I know people that, you know, suffer with you know, uh, kidney failure and kidney issues. And if this, if this could happen, it would change their lives. And I would be over the moon if uh, we can do that. And honestly, you know, just the repercussions of, you know, I guess being able to develop, you know, and or 3D print new replacement uh, body parts in general, you know, I love solutions like this. This is exactly what I was talking about, right? We're going to need to engineer our way out of out of certain problems, you know, out of certain scarcities and stuff like that. So, this is right up my alley. This is right this is right along that those lines. You know? Like we could save so many lives with with such a kidney. And again, you know, shout out to the public private partnership mentioned there, right? You know, a lot of a lot of good things were developed when you know the federal government and you know private industries you know, got together to develop something. You know, it's that that's that spooky boogeyman that people like to call you know quote socialism unquote. You know, that you know, people speak against, but you know, it's really weird how that sort of thing actually you know, benefits people when the government you know, works together with private industry. You know, but that's just I'm just again some some asshole on a mic. You know, what do I know? I'm I'm a coastal elite. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what else we can start growing in a lab or 3D printing. Need, need to grow that replacement uh, need to grow that replacement liver so I can start banging <laughs> bottles of Jack, you know, on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, the holy yeah. grail. Maybe maybe I can 3D print you know, a larger penis, which would be pretty neat. You don't need it. You don't need it. <laughs> You've seen your penis, but like, you don't need it. No, no, but but it's not a, it's not about need. Now now I can be greedy. Now I can be greedy. Like I can have I can have a dick like a wiffle ball bat. Like how amazing would that be? So if you had like a dick hand me down, would you give it to Mike? I don't know if I don't know if he'd be licensed if he'd be licensed to handle that. Uh, I, I take I take a class on 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 weapon safety for that. <laughs> Mike, would you take John's penis if he offered it to you? Like I said, you know, I, I take the required <laughs> safety courses. I would hope that you would recolor it, like 
Maybe you, maybe you, maybe you, no, and no, 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 I want you to recolor it. I want you to modify it. Like maybe put some racing stripes or like some fans, some RGB. <laughs> I, I, I might add some R- RGB, yes. but I think, I think the changing color gradient would be nothing but a very interesting conversation starter and <laughs> ender. Want to see? <laughs> You know, I, I might do one of those uh, old school paint jobs where color from the front gradually shifts to the color in the back. Oh, wow. So I probably start like maybe somewhere lower abdomen and then start the gradation change. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> You're going to candy paint your scrotum and just like have it have it uh, shift up. I like that. The old, the old Nokia. I would paint the Kirov face on that thing. Kirov reporting. <laughs> A little bullet bill face on that. That would be great, cause like it would be a a Russian speaking black Franken dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we bring all this news to you guys because your health is important. The health of the world is important. The health of the individual is important. And fuck yeah. So so we we say this, listeners, because your health is important. The health of the world is important. The health of the individual is important. And if we don't take care of ourselves and each other, well the fuck and if we don't take care of ourselves and each other fuck god damn it uh one more time one more time one more time with that it's it's with a heavy heart that we announce you know not we we're not fuck i got you norm mcdonald is dead (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes unfortunately norm mcdonald is dead um legendary comedian and actor you guys know him from uh, i think he was the voice of death on family guy he he what was the name of his character on um what was the the the, the star trek ripoff show uh <laughs> you mean better trek uh no, yeah it's uh no, the star trek ripoff where uh <laughs> seth mcfarland uh, plays captain he, kirk he played uh he played yafit the That's right, he played living yafit. gak yeah yeah he was great he was fucking hilarious is that yeah. that uh he he, I can't believe he he died. Like he died, he's sixty one years old. So like not even you know super old or anything like that. And you know he's he was apparently struggling with cancer for like nine years and didn't say shit, yeah. which is yeah. a perfectly Norm Macdonald thing to do. You know, like I did not expect him on my celebrity bingo. Um, like it, it just wasn't one of those things that I that was like you know he's still pretty. Uh, he he still seemed pretty good on when uh, when you saw him on the talk shows and with Conan and so yeah I wasn't expecting this one and um, I don't know how he's dead and Artie Lang is still alive which is just like how can that even be right how is that <laughs> wow yeah it's it just sucks I mean like he's like this guy like he's probably I don't know if he's like literally the funniest comedian I've ever heard but it, he has to be like top five or something like that all time like in my life like he's just so fucking funny and so deadpan like just the Mm -hmm. way that he delivered like his 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 quips and like like he was just like a brilliant interview on you know on any late night talk show like he's probably the the best person that conan o'brien ever interviewed because it was always a great time when he when he was on their show yeah uh, when he was on that show um i mean like you you know like like he did dirty work which is a so bad it's good movie and like also super funny <laughs> um 
you know, he's week like OG weekend update you know, on uh, SNL. You know, so mm-hmm. like super funny in that. Like he's just like he's the pigeon on Mike Tyson's mysteries, which is another ultra funny role. Like he's just, I'm so sad that he's he's not here. Yeah, like he's um he's definitely like I I might I might put him as the goat, um but if not then he's definitely on the uh, on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it always sucks when somebody funny dies. Super funny guy. Somebody really funny. Yeah, like we we need more. Yeah, the, funny. the world needs that shit. There is no Carlin. There's no there's no Norm Macdonald. You know, mm-hmm. the, the great ones are dropping like flies. Yeah, like I I've always appreciated his comedy. Like he would expect you to just like groan out of instead of laugh, and then he would just look at you until you laughed. Like he would just wait until you got the punchline. What I think I appreciated the most about him is that like. He just like didn't give a fuck, right? Like he, he, his thing was just absolute you know, commitment to that joke. Or like you said, like he would keep doing that joke and stare you know, at you deadpan, stare at the audience deadpan until the joke was delivered. And like I took you, know, it's not just a commitment to his craft, but also just like his integrity, right? Like you, know, he probably could have been like you know, a bigger commercial you know, hit or whatever, like he could have made, you know, any number of, you know, fancy, you know, hilarious television shows, you know, any number of movies and stuff like that, you know, but he didn't do that. Like he, he wanted to do the jokes that he wanted to do. He wanted to say the things that he wanted to say. And he never, you know, he never let anything compromise that, you know, he didn't do what any agent told him or any studio told him, you know, any anything right you know and he wasn't just like a a guy that was rebellious or anything like that for the sake of you know being rebellious or anything like that he just he delivered the jokes that he wanted you know and like i feel like he was you know lots of you know he was like low-key like everyone's you know like the people that are like really into comedy loved norm mcdonald right he's like your favorite comedian's favorite comedian right you know, and and that's why he's he was he was the shit, and uh, you know he probably still wants people to know that uh, OJ did it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, people were telling him, you know, dial it back, but he was like, no. Every weekend update in the nineties, he would have like two or three jokes. Just <laughs> OJ did it, which he did. Oh yeah, he totally did it. Yes. He, oh yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, it, it's it's. It's it's difficult. Like one of one of his big big jokes, uh, you know, he he would he had a he had a big stand up bit where he would joke about cancer and facing death. And one of his things was his go to cancer was bowel cancer, which is not a real cancer, is it? That's what he said. But I gotta say, there. I mean, it might not be called bowel cancer, but it's gotta be a thing, right? Because there's cancer for everything. Yeah, there's cancer of everything. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, there there was some more bowel news in the world this week, wasn't there, Mike? Yeah, so some farmers now are trying to potty train their cows so that they go take dumps in specialized outhouses, um, which are designed to basically trap all of the all of the gases and you know, like the methane and the ammonia, because a lot of our greenhouse gases are actually caused by livestock. 
um, somewhere around like 60% of it is, is basically just from raising food. So now there's a, a strategy or a training method called the <laughs> called the Moo Lu. And it's basically like training your dog. Um, it's just wow, positive reinforcement where if uh, the cow the cow shits in the right place, it gets a treat. If it doesn't, it gets a little squirt bottle, bottle of water on the nose. So can I train a cow to use a toilet? Is that really is that where we're going with this or I would love to a cow that can flush is too smart to kill for food. So we have to keep it, you know, maybe just in a pit. Would it be alive to you then if it could flush yeah, a toilet? It, would it actually have a soul to you? I think I think that's my I think that's my cutoff. If if you can learn how to use a toilet, I can't eat you. Okay. Uh if, if all it knows how to do is shit in a hole, then hmm, game on. Then it's steak. Then it's steak. This just has my brain thinking at this point. Like, how many how many tons of cow shit do we produce a year? That is an amazing question. There has to be an answer. There has to be an answer. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm searching the <laughs> interwebs now. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's like some preposterous number. Like, it's got to be fucking like hecatons. How many how many metric tons of cow shit does does I guess the agricultural <laughs> sector produce each year? Okay, well, I mean, it's not the whole world, but the United Kingdom's cows produce thirty six million tons in waste every year. Oh my God, that's just the UK. Jesus Christ! Um, a cow produces sixty five pounds of feces daily. That's 12 tons a year per cow. Oh my god. And a cow can shit up to 15 times a day. Wow. Jesus Christ. Fucking <laughs> Jesus. You're full of shit. shit. Apparently they are too. <laughs> well, that's 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 a thought to leave our listeners, right? Hanging hanging on for till season 2, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's something. They're they're not coming back. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still reading about cow facts. <laughs> there are 93.6 million cows in the U.S. Oh, my God. So let's do the math, right? Let's do the math. So 90, 96 million cows. 93.6, but whatever. 93.6 million cows producing. Yeah. Uh, each cow produces how, how many tons of shit per year? Uh, 12 tons. Okay, so 93.6 times 12. <laughs> oh my god, guys. This what? is this is what's I guess that's a billion now. That's 1,123,200,000 tons of shit. That is that is over a billion tons of shit per year. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm I'm going off further. The World Trade Center weighed five hundred thousand tons. So the World Trade Center was half of one year's output of cow shit. Five hundred thousand tons. Not even a. We're not. Oh. Oh. God. Oh. Okay. Right. Yeah. Not even five hundred million. Excuse me. A tower. This is multiple nine elevens <laughs> worth of cows of cow shit. How how many nine elevens? <laughs> <laughs> None of this can make would it. Would we in. need to to equal one year of cow shit? 
this is that is none of that can make it in but holy crap that is that is an astounding number of uh, of tons i i did not expect that how many saudi arabians wow. would it take <laughs> wow <laughs> we're just adding to the things that cannot make it in. i mean we're we're quickly approaching a weight limit that maybe not even the Incredible Hulk at his angriest can move. So, like, this is a great factoid. Like, what weighs more, you know, the one of the towers or... Now I have to beg the question, like, is, like are there certain planets that weigh less than this? Like... Certainly some comets, right? It has yeah, to be. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, Mars's moons probably weigh less than, than the cow shit that we produce. If we could gather... All the cows are produced in a year, into, you know, into like a sphere, and and shot it as a kinetic energy weapon at like a planet. Would that be a life-ending planet? A planet-busting <laughs> shit railgun? Could we could we fight off invaders with this technology? You know, I think the same scientists that are bringing back the mammoth are asking themselves this very question. It's a question we'll answer in season two. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wow, that, that is that is a lot of disturbing information to leave our listeners uh, <laughs> with for, for, for our finale. But um, we really do want to take the time to, to thank each and every one of you guys to, for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a great ride. Um, none of this could have been possible with, without you, know, you guys participating, and we thank you for that. We, we certainly encourage you guys to keep sending us emails, even in the off-season. Uh, give us feedback, please. We, we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening, but that looks like that's all the time we have for, for Season 1 of Red Channel Condition, guys. Um, anything you want to add? It'd be kind of funny if I just went up the staircase at the end of Season 1, and then you guys replaced me for Season 2. <laughs> You're out, Mike. No acknowledgement of it. It's just a completely different like person. Aunt Viv, you're totally different now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank, thank you to you guys for you uh, working, you know, for doing this. You, it was, it's been really fun to work together on something you with you guys. You, even though we've been stuck inside, you, it's been fun to, you do something different. And also, you know, thanks to the listeners. You know, thank you for taking the time out of your day and riding with us. You know, listening to us. You know, rant and vent crazy about you know whatever is on our minds. Yeah. You. Know, and you know, stick with us. You know, we're gonna keep doing you know different things, new stuff, exciting stuff. You know, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that YouTube channel might see some use. Stay tuned to the YouTube channel for, for extra and new content, guys. Um, and don't worry, we will be back in November for Season 2 of Red Channel Condition. So, again, thank you so much, and uh, have a have a great... Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> have a great life. <laughs> <laughs> have a great life. Fuck it. Uh, we'll see if the world is still here in two months. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around for the outtakes. Okay, all right. Is that uh, is that about it, or do we have anything else we want to go into? Well, there is cows are potty trained. If that's a thing, it's it's a it is a, a kind of a weird jump. Or we or we you know or we could end on 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 Norm McDonald's end. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, you can think of a way. I'm all for it. While, uh, while Norm might be pushing up daisies, cows are looking to bury humanity in fertilizer. <laughs> Cold. Uh, like, does that work? <laughs> no, that did not work. <laughs> <laughs> Probably releasing some gases, but cows no. also... <laughs> Thanks for the laughs. Norm Macdonald in Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Now, do you think uh, Cosby's uh, legacy uh, will be hurt? Yeah. You do, huh? I mean, there was a comedian, Patton Oswalt, he told me, I think the worst part of the Cosby thing was the hypocrisy. And I disagreed. You disagree with that? Yeah. I thought it was the raping. That's <laughs> my feeling, most rapists are hypocrites. You don't meet many go, I like raping, and I, I know it's not politically correct, but by God, people go, well, he's not being a hypocrite, and that's the worst part. <laughs>